Welcome to B-Movies and Ebooks. I'm Craig Wade. And I'm Brian Allen Delaney. And it is episode 144, I think. Um, that but, sounds right-ish. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, well, I, I, yeah, it's a long story that's not uh, not interesting at all, so let's not get into Wait, it. Wait, there's a story behind <laughs> our numbering? No, there's a story behind my confusion of our numbering. But, oh, because yeah. I thought we just went so sequentially. <laughs> <laughs> We're on that exponential <laughs> algo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, what's up with you? Uh, not too much. You know, been been um, getting ready for a couple projects that are supposed to start the beginning of next year. Yeah. So a lot of my time has been... Um, experimenting and yeah. trying to figure out like what kind of sound I want to do and everything like that. That's what about cool. you? Uh, much less experimenting with sound and a lot more just, I don't know, Christmas stuff. Drinking at home, <laughs> sad. <laughs> Drinking at home, but not sad. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, just hanging out. Had Christmas last week. It was fun. What? Yeah. You know, it was a very limited Christmas this year, uh, mm-hmm. and we did, <coughs> Kelsey, you, you know, my wife only had, like, her mom and brother over, but yeah. uh, I had, you know, my mom and my, my sister at my mom's house and, and our families, and so uh, we did it, like, outside and socially distance Christmas over there. Yeah. It's kind of, it was interesting, Um it, it was pretty, it was fun. It, it, it was cool. It was just different. Hopefully that's the only one we have like that. Like, yeah. you know, because then next year that would be a uh, bad sign if we were <laughs> forced even further next year. <laughs> but, uh, well, I mean, we've got what, like two, two vaccines that are approved already. There's supposed to be a third one. Yeah. It's getting was... approval soon. Yeah. The thing that weirds me out though, is like, you know, if we just had the one, there's been like 1.9 million people vaccinated already, Has right? There? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but that would still mean that there would have to be like 150 months before everyone would be vaccinated. Yeah, and plus it's only like round one, and then yeah. like it's supposed to be like you know multiple shots that a one year. Is two. Um, well, no, what the, I'm saying the, is like each one is one, but that doesn't even cover yeah. you for a year. That's like four months of coverage or something from what I understand. Well, you have to get a second dose No, for no. that. I, I got you. But <laughs> even after your second dose, you're only covered for like four months. Neat. <laughs> it's not like a, uh, at least that's what I was reading. Okay. They don't Are you know reading it on long. your QAnon forums? <laughs> yes, yes. And, dude, and the final dose will be administered by JFK Jr. <laughs> Personally. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't take But it, he's going to use 5G to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And everyone, <laughs> you know, will something about something, something, tribunals. <laughs> dude, have you, seen, have you seen the guy that they think is JFK Jr.? No. He does not look like JFK Jr. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, wait, hold on. There's a hole in a QAnon theory. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. 
What are you going to do? Um, no, I was also reading today that they need 90% uh, to get herd immunity instead of 70. Well, I mean, like 90% to get the vaccine? That's Yeah, they need 90% of people to get the vaccine. It never happened. <laughs> I know. That's what that's what uh, the the new guidance today. Well, they were like, you know, seventy would be great, and it would mitigate most of it. I think we could return to a normal society, but it won't hit the levels of that just the flu is, unless it's like ninety percent. And like, oh. never happens. <laughs> no, I thought seventy is pie in the sky. You know, I mean, half of the people are like, science is fake. There's there's people I know. That were like, I'm not even joking. I'm not going to name names or anything. But we're like in medical school mm-hmm. <laughs> who are like, have become like anti-vax and stuff. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Quarantine. It's like, Quarantine's oh been a motherfucker. <laughs> uh, uh, it has infected us all. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but yeah, so that's fun. That's great movie news. Uh, so we're nearing the end of this uh this year next episode should be our you know was it top five of the year with some honorable mentions and you know i'm racking my head to think of five movies i like this year (laughs) yeah i mean yeah i mean like on it well i think partly you know i haven't like watched as many movies as I usually do. And it's probably because, you know, movie theaters don't exist anymore. Yeah. Yeah, Welcome to my world. I've, I haven't gone to movie theaters often in five years, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I have watched about the same amount of movies, but a lot of older stuff this year, you know, I mean, there's just not as many new movies coming out. Um, but so we're gonna say, change it to a top two. Yeah. What? You, <laughs> what? Sonic. <laughs> Sonic and the host for both of us. For both of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the Oscars gonna be like? I mean, there was still movies that happened, right? Yeah, but they were like a lot of them were just <laughs> shit movies that they were just like, ah, oh, we were gonna dump this sometime, you know. <laughs> Like, well, I think Best Picture will probably be The Croods. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I think Buddy Games has been in limbo since 2017. Like, it's waited. Buddy? Yeah. It's like this movie. I watched it since is our it, last podcast. Do I? Is it like a is it like an Air Buds sequel? No, no. It has a <laughs> terrible name. Buddy you know Games. that dog died, like, right after that movie? Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> I just pictured him like on fire NBA jam style, <laughs> but then just burning up. <laughs> oh uh, no, it was it was he couldn't take the pressures of success. You know, uh Air <laughs> uh, You know Airbud uh Airbud Entertainment now like is still putting out shit like they got Pup, yeah. Pup Academy on uh, Netflix that I have to watch all the time. And that show is bizarre because, like, it's... <laughs> well, I mean, my daughter likes it. So, yeah. No, you just can't... You're, you're enthralled with the storyline. No, but I will say, like, to go to the Pup Academy or whatever, like, every episode, the kid has to flush himself down his toilet. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Isn't that insane? That's that's very insane. And uh, I keep like I keep asking my daughter like, All right, why is he doing that? And she's like, because he has to go to the pup academy, yeah. you know. And I'm like, okay, he couldn't have found like. Like literally anything. There could be he could summon a a a, a doghouse, right? Like it outside could have been a bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be, but like he could have a magical doghouse that only he sees or something, right? That makes that makes way more sense than toilet. Yes, the toilet. It's bizarre. <clears throat> but what were we talking about before Airbud? Um, what were we talking about before Airbud? <laughs> well, what brought up Airbud? Uh, I honestly don't remember. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like there was something there. I don't know. Yeah, this uh, it's not about movies. Man, <laughs> top two list, whatever. Um, <laughs> but oh, that's what I was gonna say. I watched uh, Buddy Games. Yeah, Buddy Games. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, I. I don't know that I recommend it, but it did make me laugh. Like, it's not a good movie, but it's worth your red box time or something. I'm, I'm not sure I even know what that is. So it's it's these guys every year, the, this group of like childhood friends get together and they play the buddy games. And it's just like severe competition uh-huh. where they just do jacked up stuff. You know, like uh, they go overboard on paintball, but then like... At the beginning of the movie, you know, they're like all in their early 30s in the beginning of the movie. And one guy gets mad and this guy gets shot in the balls and he loses a nut. And then he doesn't want like he he falls off the radar. And, you know, their group of friends is like strained for years. And so then the other guy like sold and sold his business for like three hundred and sixty million dollars. <laughs> like just an insane amount of money. It was Josh Dumel. Um and he sells his his company for like three hundred sixty million dollars. So he has like all this like cool shit at his disposal, and he's like trying to get everyone back together for the buddy games. And this time they're gonna play for cash. And so it's got mm-hmm. a pretty good cast. Um, it, it's Josh Duhamel, Olivia Munn, Nick Swordson, um, uh, what's the Dylan? Kevin Dylan, a few other people. Like it's got a good cast. But it's like, it's just raunchy humor, like kind of porky style humor, you know, maybe mm-hmm. less sexual than Porky's, but super dirty, uh, you know, like just raunchy humor. Um, and, and it's funny, like it, it has a lot of funny shit going on in it, but it's just kind of not really a good movie. Like I can see why it's, <laughs> I can see why it's at. I, I mean, I'd say it's a two out of five. Like it, it made me laugh and I'd probably watch it again just because like, it's one of those movies where it's just, I'll throw this on. I, I can go to sleep or something, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But it kind of sounds like, um, at least in the, the broad plot points kind of sounds like the movie tag. Everyone says that. And I agree. Yeah it's not as good as tag tag was a good movie yeah I like, like tag. it was fun this was like tag with uh, uh like with dick jokes every minute <laughs> uh but uh Neat. yeah i um i don't know i'm not uh i'd say see you know check it out if that sounds like if you love tag and think it'd be better with a lot of dick, dick jokes, jokes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I watched uh, Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. How was that? Um, honestly, n- mm-hmm. not that great. Yeah. 
Yeah. It was, there was a lot of like internal inconsistencies in the movie itself. Right. And it just kind of felt like, I don't know. Like, cause it's weird because that movie has kind of been on the shelf for almost a year now. Yeah. Right. And it, you'd think that I they know. can figure it, out. Yeah. Like, work some of those things out, you know, but a, a lot of people are liking it. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. But I think, <laughs> you know, the, the bar is pretty low this year. Yeah, that's true. You know. But I mean, I liked the first one. I like, I legitimately liked the first one. I think that that one was one of the best like DC movies out of the new slate of movies. You know, I didn't watch Wonder Woman. It was good. the The third act was a little iffy, but it's a comic book movie. You know, you can get you know yeah, you can yeah. get away with a certain amount of camp and stuff. Mm-hmm. But this this movie like. <clears throat> Plot-wise, didn't really even make much sense. There was a whole bunch of, like, you know, things were established to work one way, and then, you know, whenever it was uh, plot convenient, it changed the way everything worked, and it was just, like, it just, I don't know. There's a lot of inconsistency. Um, I don't know. And a lot of like actual uh, moral questions get brought up by some of the things that happen. (laughs) (laughs) That's good stuff. I mean, I don't want to go into super spoilers, but it's there's part of it. Honestly, that's a little rapey. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wasn't expecting that from a Wonder Woman movie. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. That's a so uh, it's probably going to be my top movie. (laughs) It probably will be. I mean, (laughs) No, I know my top movie for the year, and I'll bet we share the same movie. But yeah, they're gonna it's... be one of the only movies to ever get a five star rating on the podcast. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that'll be it. What about you? <laughs> probably. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, did I tell you I've been? <laughs> I'm way too hyped about this. But yeah, uh, Kelsey gave me Annabelle one and two. I've never watched any of the extended Conjuring movies. Um, they they're okay. I liked The Conjuring. Um, I really like. I thought it was like a legit good movie. See, I thought it was a okay movie. Like, I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was a good movie. It wasn't effective at all for me. But The Conjuring Two was. The Conjuring mm-hmm. Two was creepier to me. Uh, I'm trying to remember if I watched that one. It was pretty. It was pretty creepy. But the difference could be is I watched the first one in a crowded movie theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second one I watched at three in the morning while doing uh, treadmill shit in my garage. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it kind of like amps it up just a little, uh, just a little to, you know, watch it in the middle of the night in the dark alone in your garage. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> and, but uh, yeah, all right, man. Well, do you want to get into? You got anything else? Oh, or? I ha- I have I have one actual piece of news, and not just us bullshitting for twenty minutes. Oh, yeah? <laughs> um, I mean, it's it's very small, so it's gonna be all right. Um, did you see there was an announcement uh, for a new um, Evil Dead video game? I heard about that. Yeah, um, it's supposed to be like multiplayer co op. Mm-hmm. Where it's you um, 
at the cabin, basically, against a v- bunch of deadites. Um, but I don't know, there hasn't been very much story detail or whatever, but it seems like it's going to span um, more than just, you know, Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. One or two, it actually looks like it's two, is the one that it's based on. Um, but apparently you can play as, like, a knight, so they might be throwing in some um, Army of Darkness stuff in there, too. Huh. But details are scarce, but it looks really good. Um, Bruce Campbell's back as Ash um, doing voiceover. So it's supposed to come out next year. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, hopefully. It's, you know, for a platform I have. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Yeah, I, I yeah. definitely would, uh, would uh, like to check it out whenever... Whenever uh, I can, uh, assuming I ever get a new video game system. <laughs> I, I I think this is the first Evil Dead game since the one for the PlayStation. Yeah, and that one wasn't very good. That was the Fistful of Boomstick. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it has its fans. I only played it once, and I wasn't a fan. But, I mean, I wish I was, because love the Evil Dead. But, yeah. Whatever. Well, cool, man. <laughs> Well, what yeah. so we didn't really talk at the top of the episode what this episode covers. It's going to be a double feature, big uh, B-movie uh, brawl. <laughs> it's not even a movie. <laughs> so we're covering... Uh, What's an episode of a TV show? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're covering the Creepshow Holiday Special. And um, shit, I'm blanking on the movie. Uh, 2015's a Christmas horror story. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll bring that up later. All right, let's do let's do creep show first. All right, we'll be right back. All right, we're back. We are talking uh, the uh, creep show Christmas special on Shutter. Um, so I didn't really have the summary of that pulled up, but I have the summary of the book. This is based on a story by. Uh, J.A. Conrath, a 50-page novella, and uh, we'll use that and see if it hopefully uh, <laughs> <laughs> tracks. Hopefully they didn't change it. So it's like, uh, it isn't easy being a werewolf, especially when you're a newbie at shapeshifting. Luckily, there's a group called Shapeshifters Anonymous that will help you work through the difficult times, like eating your friends and shedding. When recently turned werewolf Robert Weston Smith discovers his newfound abilities in a humorous but alarming way, he seeks out, <laughs> it was in parentheses. <laughs> he seeks out a support group to help him figure things out. There he meets various characters who transform into assorted odd things, including a sexy wear cheetah named Irina. But little did Weston know he'd been followed to his private gathering by someone who wants to do the Therianthropes a great deal of harm. Ah, that's about it. Like the rest, it just talks about, you know, <laughs> the content and stuff. Uh, that tracks, basically. Yeah. I mean, I think um, this is probably a little bit more simplified because it just kind of starts with the Shapeshifters Anonymous yeah. and like him not actually knowing if he's a werewolf or whatever. Well, remember, he it flashes back <laughs> to all the things. Uh, yeah. But I mean, like. Do you really, okay, even if one day you wake up and you're covered in blood and you're naked and there's bite marks on you, is werewolf the first go-to? 
For me, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, I would probably I would probably do it, too. But I'm just saying, like, for the average person. Mm, I'm going to go probably not. I mean, they probably would think that they were schizophrenic or, or something or, or. Yeah. You know, ate something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I would think it, it would it would bring up a lot of questions, but absolutely. Yeah. First off, I got to say that uh, this is basically um, it's an Adam Pally vehicle, it, it, you know, as he was the main character. And uh, I have to say that as a fan of his uh, as a fan of happy endings and, and a lot of other things that he is, he's so underused. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah. I love Adam Pally. He's great. He was basically... Like, I hadn't seen him since, uh, you know, my wife watched, what was that show? The Mindy Project. And he was on a few mm-hmm. episodes of that, but have not seen him since until this. Um, <laughs> his his comedic timing, I don't think that this would have been as, uh, it would not have read the exact same way uh, with anyone else. Uh, you know, just because yeah. he's really good at, like, looking <laughs> like, you know, like his reactions are fantastic. Yeah, he's got he's got a lot of that like kind of like clueless charisma. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, like a like a young Paul Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Hey, why is your camera covered up? Oh, I just accidentally. Are you, are you tubing me? <laughs> no, <laughs> there was there was what? Jeffrey Tubin, the, the reporter. He, he during a Skype call, he got caught jerking off. <laughs> like ruined his career. He was this, uh, you know, this uh, like renowned reporter, and he didn't understand Zoom. <laughs> uh huh. I think he thought it was only the person talking that got seen, so he just started spanking it. <laughs> and now, like, like his name is like synonymous with a you know a verb. You know, you, you, yeah. Tubin. But also, the it's like on camera. Like, on if Zoom. you have the last name Tubin, Yeah, it's going to be verbed somewhere <laughs> down the line. Uh, all right, so back to this. Yeah, Clueless Charisma, much like a Paul Rudd. Um, yeah, I just said it because, I don't know, I guess Clueless popped into my head after I said that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. <That's> so <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, but no, no, I know what you're saying. Like, I, I think this this would have probably played out differently had pretty much any other actor been the main character. Yeah, yeah, and he uh, just the his reactions really turned a lot of it into more comedic than it probably tracked on the page. It still was a more comedic uh, episode of Creep, mm-hmm. and I think that this is longer. I think most of the episodes are 30 minutes and this is an hour. Either that or there's like two episodes in in a 30 or 45 minute episode, you know, like two different. Yeah, this was a this was a special. Yeah, yeah, and honestly, I'm going to go ahead and say that if Creepshow continues, uh, which I know that it's futures somewhat, uh, I think it's renewed, but it's still like on shaky ground for some reason. Mm-hmm. I think they'd be smart to continue doing like holiday specials because they did one with this and then they did an animated one at Halloween. Um, mm-hmm. I think that that's a smart way to go or just at least periodically because when they dropped the whole season, uh, uh, 
I I binged it for the most part, but I also think that it's so much better in small doses than like sitting and binging mm-hmm. a shitload of creep shows. I, th- I think this is interesting because like there's, you know, th- there was when when like Netflix and stuff started dropping their own content mm-hmm. and it was like a whole season of something would would drop mm-hmm. right at the same time. Um, people were super into that. Mm-hmm. And now for some reason we're like, people seem to be gravitating more towards, Hey, you know, weekly shows again or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, which is kind of strange. Um, I mean, there's still a very vocal crowd that's for the, the all dropping at the same time. Like, I think um, people were pissed off about, I think it was Mandalorian or something, how it was weekly. And yeah. people were griping and they were like, well, why don't you just drop it all? And it's like, I don't know, because we've talked about it before, how like um, now when when you're you're dealing with a show or, or media in general that gets dropped all at the same time, um, that whole collective idea of experiencing it like as a society you know, because it was at uh, you know certain air times or whatever is gone. Yeah, right. That that social aspect and, of TV. Um, well, even now, like with when it does all drop at once and all everything lines up, you know, and you get something like a Tiger King where everyone's talking about it. Yeah, the, the shelf life on on that kind of shit is just so short because everyone yeah. changed it. Yeah, you know, it's like oh, remember that? And like now. Shit, Tiger King's like nine months old, and it seems so long ago. Oh what man, else? I I hear he's um he's petitioning Trump for a pardon. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I heard, <laughs> uh, dude. I'm I'm not against it. <laughs> um, I mean, if he's got a pardon, if he's got a pardon, people. Pardon that guy. <laughs> he's got to pardon people. Well, it's very clear he's going to pardon. I mean, there's a quota, right? <laughs> yeah. He's been pardoning a bunch of like creepos. Might as well, you know, get all Joe Exotic. I, I have to say that I never, I hadn't watched it all. I, I, I only, I only know <laughs> the tale uh, of what was covered on last podcast on the left, but. Um, which didn't go into all of it. They fit it all into multiple just updates. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it, it, I agree that, you know, there is something completely lost. It's cool to have it, everything like instant gratification if it's something you're waiting on. But on the flip mm-hmm. side, it's like, man, like most of everything in movies and music and stuff. It's like the best when you can share it with people, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, but so, no. So I mean right, like let's... even something like this, like if if Creepshow dropped like the whole season but then still had periodic like specials or whatever, um, you know, maybe some sort of hybrid thing like that. Um, there's a show on HBO that did a did a weird thing. Um, oh god, the flight attendant. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, it was releasing like different number of episodes like every week. It was like two episodes one week and like three another week, and oh, really? it was weird. 
Yeah. <clears throat> Good show, but it was weird. That's like how Curb anyway, enthusiasm okay. <laughs> on Curb. They want to do like 30 minute episodes and he'd be like, all right, here's a 33 minute episode. And he had like final <laughs> say, like he just did shit to mess with their scheduling. <laughs> and so, like there's no set. There's no even like I watched a Curb episode the other day that was like 47 minutes long. they're not like done in a normal block but yeah back to the show um so yeah so what we said in the summary happens you know he goes and he meets his support group and it's like a motley crew of characters there's uh (laughs) one dude that turns into a turtle you know and there you don't see any of this at first they're just all talking about like, yeah, I should shift yeah. into a turtle. And he's like, do you kill for the, people? For the longest time, you have no clue whether anyone is actually, like, actually does it. Or mm-hmm. if they're all just kind of nuts. Yeah. Right? And so, it, the whole time, he doesn't know really if he turns. Because he, he yeah. hadn't had confirmation. And he kind of thinks everyone's crazy. But he's attracted to yeah. the the cheetah lady. Yeah. And there's kind of... And a camp. Yes. It, it, she looked familiar. Where's she from? Do you know? Um, She's been in, I think, quite a bit. Uh, Pitch Perfect. Oh, okay. The Help. Um, she was in The yeah. Help? Huh. Yeah, she looked very familiar. Um, But yeah, uh, and so they, they end up... Oh, she was in True Blood. <laughs> like, there's a lot. Oh, yeah. I know that they were they were saying you know Adam Pally and Anna Camp on all the promotional stuff. So I was mm-hmm. like, I don't. I never took the other leap to find out who she was. Um, <laughs> but but yeah. Uh, and so <clears throat> where this episode, <coughs> excuse me, um, this episode really starts shining uh, whenever it takes a pretty big turn in the second act. It gets. Kind of batshit crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's sort of like the best way to describe it. Because like, just just as a plot, it goes completely off the rails. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, And I commend uh, J.A. Conrath and uh, Shudder for going through with this. Because a lot of people would, this is where, what would get left on, uh, you know, the cutting room table. Like, like, ah, oh, man, that's a little too bizarre. But it was an amazing plot. <laughs> like, I love yeah. the fact. So, do, I mean, do we spoil that or no? I mean, we could. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, fast forward uh, 15 seconds if, and we'll try to keep it as vague after I say that. Uh, but, uh, starting right now, go forward 15 seconds. So, um, uh, yeah, he, 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 they find out that Santa Claus is out to kill all of the Therianthropes, which is, you know, yeah. the various people that transform. And so yeah. then they have an army of not just Santa Claus, but all the like mall Santa Claus is yes. coming after them. And, and Santa Claus is because he made a deal with the devil for Satan's claws. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, it, it gets bizarre. A- and then there is, you know, uh, back to no major spoilers, but yeah. uh, even if you look at the trailer, you see this part, so it's not really a spoiler. Um, 
they all start transforming toward the very end. And, yes. and their transformations are actually kind of the epitome of creep show to me. Like they're both cheesy. Like some of them are good. Some of them are super cheesy. I mean, they all kind of look like Power Rangers, you know, <laughs> like, like Power Ranger villains. Like they're all like over the top and uh, not CGI. It, it's just it's very well done in a very campy way. <laughs> I liked it. I I liked the the practical monsters. Um, I mean, they weren't. It it was like. 80s horror monsters yeah you know where it's it's they're exaggerated it's not taking like themselves too seriously even though like everyone in the show is taking it all seriously you know there's that um it's not trying to be overly realistic it's like i don't know it's got that layer of like fantasy you know that they the that a lot of like 80s monster movies and stuff had um i liked it i liked it a lot and i think if they would have gone you know tried to go cg budget or like with the budget they have if they would have tried to do cg it would have been you know old 90s sci-fi movie like sci-fi channel movie (laughs) yeah for sure (laughs) but this I mean, Creepshow, the TV show, is basically yeah, a passion project of Greg Nicotero. Mm-hmm. So it's not really a surprise that it's, that it's you know, largely, uh, you know, void of CG. They try to go yeah. with practical as often as possible. Um, but, I mean, really, there's not a whole lot more that we can say other than, you know, if you like Creepshow, and that's kind of a vibe in and of its own. It's a campier... Campier tales from the crypt without as much sex, you know, is how I would describe creep show. <laughs> Pretty accurate. <laughs> like it tells from the crypts campy too, but this it, it always kind of goes. It's more comic booky uh, than tales from the yeah. crypt. Um, yeah. but yeah, I loved it. Um, I, I would give it a four out of five, with the caveat that it, if you don't like creep show and camp then this isn't, you're not going to enjoy it, you know? Yeah. But for me, for my sensibilities, I'd give it a four out of five. I really enjoyed the hell out of this. Yeah. I think, I think you're right on the money. Like I, I would go same exact, same exact thing, uh, four out of five. Um, and you know, <laughs> it's, it takes a, it, it's a certain kind of audience. Right. And I think at this point, um, you probably know if you're in that audience, yeah, you know, I, I would hope. <laughs> um, but it's slightly cheesy, um, but it's it's super enjoyable. Uh, it's not—I don't know—it's it, not for everyone. But I I loved it. Um, yeah, four out of five. All right, cool. Well, we'll be back. In just a few minutes, um, <laughs> with our review of a Christmas horror story. All right, we're back with a Christmas horror story. Okay, so here's the synopsis Interwoven stories that take place on Christmas Eve, as told by one festive radio host, 
A family brings home more than a Christmas tree. A student documentary becomes a living nightmare. A Christmas spirit terrorizes. Santa slays evil. That's it. <laughs> okay. So this is this is like several stories <clears throat> put together, right? Yeah. And it's done trick or treat and, style in the sense that they are all. It, it's an anthology, but they're all occurring simultaneously. Like, yeah, it, it's not. And they're, they're, it doesn't go from one to the other. Nah, you it's, know, it's it's all at the same time. Yeah, and for some reason, I feel like this was named, initially named Santa Claus versus Krampus. And Walmart put a slipcover over it that said a Christmas horror story to get it done into Walmart for some reason. That's why I keep thinking that, but I can't find evidence of that. And so I feel like I'm losing my mind here. (laughs) Isn't that bizarre? That's a weird tidbit that either, uh, maybe it's a Mandela effect for me. Maybe you just made it up. (laughs) But I feel like when this came out, that's what happened. And it was a Santa versus Krampus is what it was initially called. But I'm sure there's not just another movie called Santa versus Krampus. No, I remember. I remember the the slipcover thing because it was the same thing they did with Satanic Panic. If you get Satanic Panic at Walmart, it's just called Panic. But then you pull the Mm -hmm. slipcover off and it's Satanic Panic. They do that sometimes with things. I don't know. Now they also sell uh, vinyl, like vinyl with uh, parental advisory on it, but no normal like CDs with it. Isn't that weird? Walmart sells vinyl now? Yeah. Walmart and Target both. Hmm. Yeah. Vinyl sells more than CDs now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So Jack White was right. (laughs) Yeah. About so much. (laughs) (laughs) I give it a I give it a year before we're all dressing Amish. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this this is a weird weird uh, movie. Um, yeah, I mean, okay, so so you know, we said that uh, the the Creep Show holiday special was batshit crazy. I think this one is more <laughs> you think? Yeah. well i mean because it, it's it's i don't know it's like um it goes into to so many different directions right mm-hmm. and it tries to put so much stuff all at the same time right um you know like okay so it's got this framing narrative of William Shatner as a um, radio host, right? Dangerous and Dan. Dangerous Dan, the radio host. And it's pretty great because he's like steadily getting more drunk as the, as the show goes on. Yeah, and he basically is kind of like how William Shatner is in real life. Not the drunk part, but just like kind of cranky and annoyed that people are offended and stuff. You know? Yeah. Because I don't know if you paid attention to his Twitter. <laughs> he's he's not the most woke person there is. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I mean, he's no James Woods or anything, but he's just like, oh, you kids getting mad about everything. <laughs> he's basically, uh, what's, his, what's his name? Andy Rooney. <laughs> like <they're> both... <laughs> so, anyway. Well, it's, I, I think it's, I think it might be because like, you, you know, 
you you can say, oh, well, he's from a different time or whatever. You know, like Shatner is, you know, from a different generation or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he was on like a super woke show yeah. in the 60s. You know what I mean? So it's like it, he he's like one of those people that um, back in the day he was super liberal Right, but now the liberals are more liberal than the liberals were back then. Yeah, he's he, he, he's a relic of his time. Exactly. <laughs> but like back then, you know, it's like he was doing all kinds of stuff that was like, yeah. you know, hardcore radical. Like the original original um, Star Trek was like, yeah, was very radical. Yeah. No, that makes so. sense. I mean, he's kind of yeah, like, yeah. He's kind of like Bill Maher. You know how like Bill Maher yeah. is kind of loathed by now like everybody? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's kind of like I mean, that, for, but, for but the, a likable version. Um, yes. <laughs> for the vast majority of Bill Maher's career, he has been on you know the, the radical left, uh-huh. but now he holds a, a couple of opinions that are questionable. <laughs> I think he always has. I mean, I, yeah. I really think that he hadn't changed as much as everything. Yeah, yeah. so anyway. So William Shatner. William Shatner. <laughs> um, and so his, I guess you want to like kind of just like run down... I guess what the the stories are. Sure. Okay. So so his is you know it's him getting drunk on Christmas Eve because you know whatever it's the best time of the year and he gets drunk and um and uh, eventually what starts happening is he covers some like developing story at the mall right and it's very like it never goes into details what's happening. Mm-hmm. at the mall uh, until the very end, so I don't want to spoil it. But it's like, um, you know, he turns over to the weatherman, basically, and then there's a, a bad situation, right? Um, and then there is uh, the family that goes and steals a Christmas tree from someone's private land, which is kind of a dick move, mm-hmm. right? And... um like then their kid is weird afterwards. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, he's good. Yeah, no, I was basically going to say something that would have spoiled it. So yeah. Um. Then there's uh, a group of teenagers that are doing a documentary on um. Uh, another group of teenagers that were murdered the year before on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Right. And in, in a brutal murder. Um, then there's the Krampus story and then there's the Santa story. So, yes. Um, I, go ahead. Out of all those, what's your favorite? Um, I'd say, OK, so I think the creepiest one is probably the Christmas tree one. Yeah, the kid. Yeah, that. Um, is that that ticks a lot of creep boxes for me? Mainly just the one, um, <laughs> the 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 main plot of that one. So I don't know. That's probably that one. Um, for sheer craziness, the Santa one was good. Oh my god! So the Santa one, like, probably was my least favorite until the reveal. Yes, and then it was like, oh my god, this is my this is one of my favorite things ever. Yeah, the 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 the, the last 
um, 10 minutes of the movie or five minutes of the movie really um, kind of pulls everything together. And it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, yeah. I um... think, I think that reveal at the end of this movie um, like elevates this from like, just kind of a, a, a shitty B movie yeah, Christmas sh- horror movie to yeah. like an actual legitimate good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Probably uh, the one that did not fit in any way to me was the kids at the school. Yeah, that like, one, that one was like kind of a shoehorned ghost story. Um, yeah, that was just like you know, hey, let's throw in some Christmas imagery and you know, um, a uh, somewhat reference to the nativity. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, I, I didn't like that at all, like, at all. I thought it, it wasn't scary. It was, it did nothing for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I, I I think, honestly, if I was, that'd be like a one and a half out of five, uh, if I was to rate that one alone. But, but yeah, I, I like the Krampus one. I like the Santa one because of the reveal. <laughs> Got so good. <laughs> And I really like the the one where the kid comes back different. Yeah, now, I agree that that one was the only one out of this that was actually like, oh, that's a little creepy. Yeah, there were uh, some shots in that one that were like genuinely creepy. Uh, yeah, the the one that creeped me out was him in the background. Yeah, where the, the eyes. dad was there and he had the fucking eyes. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh no, no, sir. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, it, it was it was really well done that one. Now I do think that all of these are limited by budget. Mm-hmm. That you could tell they threw all their budget on the screen uh, to the best of their abilities. The the special effects were great in some parts uh, and then really bad in others. Well, I think what it was was it was a there was a lot of practical effects, right? Like, um, okay, well, okay. So the Santa one is uh, basically what ha- what would happen if all the elves were zombies, um, <laughs> and and um, you know they they threw out. It looked like a lot of money towards the practical effects for the zombie makeup and the Krampus suit and um, a couple of other things, but. Where where it suffered, I think, was um, using CG for a lot of blood. Yeah, and that's like I understand the reason for that, um, because it's in some ways uh, cheaper, in some ways easier to deal with, because you don't have to worry about like um, multi- yeah multiple takes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Because you can just shoot a guy, blood spurts out, but then, you know, you can have another take, right? Um, so I understand the reasoning behind it, but it very seldom looks good. Yeah. Uh, did you ever watch Ninja Assassin? Uh-huh. The movie Ninja Assassin? If you didn't, we need to cover it on here. I don't think so. Maybe. Which one was that? Because very generic name. <laughs> Right, so Ninja Assassin was like, it's this crazy movie. I don't know. Me and Rodney watched it at like the dollar theater mm-hmm. <laughs> years ago. It's just a ninja movie, but it's super bloody. Like lots and lots of like, uh, I don't know, decapitations and stuff like that. It's just crazy. But, and, and 
they actually make a lot of the it's super CG blood and everything else, but it has one of the dumbest like CG unneeded things I've ever seen in my life. And it was when he squirts ketchup on a hot dog. He really <laughs> squirts the ketchup on a hot dog, but then they added like a bigger splash of more ketchup. And like Rodney, back when we were roommates, Rodney, one day I caught him just laughing real hard. And I was like, what? And he's like, because he bought it since the movie came out on DVD, he bought it too. And he's like, he's like, look. And I was like, what? And he's like, no, really, like, look closer. And it's like the worst. Once you notice it, you can't unnotice the fact that they just threw more like just shittier CG on top of it, like for no reason. It did nothing. All it just showed, like it just cuts to like it was one of those where it cuts to someone hitting someone, and then it just like yeah. a, a splash on a hot dog. You know, cutting scenes that way. Yeah. And so yeah. I love those. Yeah, I do too. Um, but it was there for absolutely like no reason. But anyway, that's all that reminded me of. <laughs> Um, um, but but yeah i i agree the the the, some of the effects were you know while largely practical the cg parts uh especially on the blood could be a little jarring and i hate whenever ghosts are done like this uh going back to the kids in the thing when it Uh just had like someone in literal like halloween paint uh the like ghost. white grease paint. Yes, white grease paint. To be like, ooh, I'm a ghost. But like, it, it's like the easiest uh, for an unmoving camera. Uh, and uh, I don't believe that the camera moved during that part. It'd be like the easiest thing just to make that person sheer, you know? And even yeah. that's a better yeah. added element. You know what, one of the, what had one of the coolest ghost effects that I have seen in a long time? Um, that, uh, Nick Frost show, um, oh God, what was the name of it? It just came out. It's on Amazon. I know what you're talking um, about, but I, I don't know the name. It's it, Truth Seekers. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, it's, it's got one of the coolest ghost effects I've seen in a long time. Really? Um, because it, at first you don't realize that everything's all connected, Mm-hmm. Right, and it's actually one big overarching story, but all the ghosts that appear in it um, are like they have like digital artifacts, like they glitch out, like they the, like scan lines will miss and stuff like that. Oh, really? And yeah, it, it's 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 one of the coolest ghost effects in a long time. I think so. my favorite ghost effect uh, in in a while was Grave Encounters. Did you ever see that? Mm-mm. A lot of people hate on these ghosts, but to me, they're they're creepy as hell. Um, it, it's like their their whole faces start distorting and stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it's weird, it's real weird. But um, anyway, yeah, back to back to this story. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, now, now there was there was a lot of cool design choices though in in the rest of it. Um, like there's a little, little bit of a spoiler, but there's a one point when the Krampus gets his horn chopped off. Right. Can you see that? And it, That's the guy oh, yeah. Ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, and like it falls to the ground and shatters like it's made of ice. Mm-hmm. Right. And I thought that was a cool thing. There was a lot of like really cool design aspects. 
yeah, you know, uh, of the movie. I, I agree. And I and I also feel like if it, if just a few things were taken out, this could be like an all ages horror show. You know what I'm saying? Like it's something maybe not all ages, nothing you'd show a five year old, but like a ten year old. You know, it could be a Gremlins type if you pulled out basically that whole teenager sketch <laughs> that that one uh there's nothing you really could keep to have a payoff but uh anyway uh, it just felt like um it was just a fun movie it wasn't it wasn't it didn't seem to be trying to take itself too seriously but it also didn't fall into camp territory yeah well, no, I'm actually a big fan of when movies are like ridiculous situations, but the characters themselves take it seriously. Yeah. I, you no, know what I, I mean? Too. Like, like the, the movie, you know, is it has it's ridiculous, like especially the Santa section, you know, and, and the Krampus section and stuff like that and William Shatner. But it's like everyone in the movie is 100% serious. Yeah. You know, um, even Santa fighting um, <laughs> zombie elves and stuff. It's like, you know, they. it, it feels like in universe, it feels like the threat is real. If that's, if that makes any sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I liked it. Yeah, I, liked I did it a lot, too. Actually, I thought, I honestly, I have my expectations pretty low because I haven't seen. <laughs> I haven't seen many. I have seen its fans like online before people saying to you know recommending this movie. Um, but I mean, I think you can find people recommending almost any movie if you look for it. You know, uh, yeah. but so my expectations were really low, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun time. Um. I watched this and the creep show one back to back. So it was like one long night of just fun horror. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I think I would give this a, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and give it a four out of five. It was fun. It was fun. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was well done given a limited budget and William Shatner made me laugh more than a few times. So <laughs> yeah, I I I think it's solid for like honestly. Um you know it's like and and I went into this with no indication of, you know, or or no expectation to actually really enjoy it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's like if it, it I don't know. If you look at the it cover, shitty. <laughs> yeah. it's it's you know Santa and the Krampus like fighting on a mountain of skulls, right? And I'm like, this isn't this isn't going to be great, <laughs> right? But it it actually was, and like I said, I think the the reveal elevated it to to a level I was not expecting. Yeah. Um, and you know, Shatner was great. Um, I didn't quite as much hate the. Um, <laughs> the the kids like section as much as you did apparently, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think a, it's a solid four for me. Yeah, well, cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad we both liked it, and we'll be back next episode with uh our oh man, is this not recording? All right, <laughs> we'll be back <laughs> next episode with our uh. 
Top five. Our of the year. top five of the year. Yeah. Sorry, I'm a little distracted. It looks like it's not a recording. All right, we'll be back.